Good morning, all listeners. It is Sunday, November 21st, 2021. It is 8.46 a.m., and this is episode 101 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Bear. I'm Boogie. And I am the Baron Boogie. Great NFL slate to talk about today on episode 101 of our wonderful Ball Talk podcast here out of Las Vegas. It's been a busy week. It's been a profitable week. And today, we finish the week off strong with some NFL winners, baby. I can't wait for today's show, my friend. Uh, Shout out to the boys that came out uh, from the East Coast to visit with Boogie. Uh, the boys of Nye had uh, a great time over the weekend. Uh, saw the Knights last night. Come great back. Great win for those uh, Vegas Knights. 3-2. to two, They wind up winning. Uh, down after the first period, 2-0. They come back. And uh, slowly but surely, they get the victory. 3-2. to two. Uh, Great win by them. Uh, we got a recap on uh, college basketball all week. It's been insane with all of these amazing tournaments uh we saw an upset uh with seton hall earlier in the week beating michigan mm-hmm. uh great game you went to the unlv game yeah the double header actually on friday night so i got to see uh arizona and wichita state play which was a great game they went to overtime in arizona beat them in overtime and then unlv actually hung with michigan for a good while and then michigan pulled away wait uh pulled away late for a half-point cover as Michigan was laying 12.5, and they won by 13. There, there's been good basketball over the place. These tournaments have been great. There's actually some championship games today. The Roman main events out here in Vegas, that's the event I went to. Michigan will play Arizona today for the championship in that. The Hall of Fame tip-off championship game actually starts the same time as pro football today. ABC 10 o'clock, Purdue taking on Villanova. That'll be really, really good. Um, the losers bracket part of that game is Tennessee and North Carolina. So those four teams actually all squared off with um, Villanova beating Tennessee and Purdue beating North Carolina. Um, also, in the Charleston Classic, we have the St. Bonaventure Bonnies taking on Marquette for the championship game there. Both teams come in undefeated. So college basketball is really taking shape. We're looking to try to get to this uh, UCLA and Gonzaga game here on Tuesday night out here in Vegas. At the T-Mobile, baby. Man, T-Mobile Arena, 7 o'clock. The good Sam Empire uh, Classic. Number one, Gonzaga. And number two, UCLA. A rematch of that fantastic Final Four game from back in April. I mean, it's just going to be nuts. I love it. I absolutely love the way that they've done everything. You know, we got demolished last year uh, with COVID. All these games canceled. Uh, we had, you know, to fight through everything. And then next thing you know, this year, they've got all these great tournaments with all these great teams. Lots of action. And uh, just can't wait. Uh, this week is coming up. It's going to be an awesome slate of games, too. Uh, next Friday, we got same area here in Vegas. We got UNL. I'm sorry. We got UCLA on Tuesday against Gonzaga. Then Friday, we got Duke against Gonzaga at the T-Mobile. Man, Gonzaga with back-to-back tough games playing UCLA and then Duke back-to-back. Unbelievable. Might have to go to both of those. I'm trying. I'm trying. Let's go. Yeah, the goal is to try to get to as many of these tournaments as we possibly can to see these teams play. Um, Speaking of 
Villanova of Purdue today. Purdue's a three and a half point favorite in this. Kind of like Villanova getting those points. I like Nova today. I will give Nova out as a free play here. Free play. Free play Villanova plus three and a half over Purdue. Purdue's got some nice uh, parts to that team. They do. Purdue's good. I'll take Villanova though. Jay Wright uh, has got that team ready to go. Yep. Nova plus three and a half. A free play from Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron in the NCAA men's field today. Tennessee is a three-point favorite against North Carolina. Um, St. Bonnie's and Marquette, like we said. Bonnie's minus two and a half in that championship game. And um, Arizona and Michigan. We've got a lot of guys. I just got an updated text here of who everybody is betting, which is a very which is very nice information to have from our, our inside sources. We're going to dive into the... We're going to dive into the NFL in a second. Let's see here. So we have the whole world betting the Titans. We have the whole world betting the Dolphins. And we have the whole world betting the Panthers. Oh, so you know what that means, right? That means we got to fade them up. Apple! This is, this is big time money coming in on these teams, too. But, geez. I mean, the t- I mean so... That says that we need to bet the Texans, the Jets, and Washington. But the Texans are one and eight. The Jets are two and seven, and Washington's three and six. Go figure. That's going to be very difficult. We'll get to that here in a second. I just wanted to give some breaking news. Um, the three big 10 a.m. games that everybody is loading up on is the Carolina Panthers, the Miami Dolphins, and the Tennessee Titans. We'll dive into that later. Um, Anywho, Boogie, let's transition now. College football. Yes, let's transition into college football, and let's take a peek at how our rankings are going to shake up after this week. So we pretty much, with my capping and stuff this time of year, I keep it to the teams that are ranked in the playoffs. So, um, you know, you had San Diego State beat UNLV to get their 10th win, as well as Houston beat Memphis to get their 10th win. So uh, congrats to those two schools. They're 19th and 24th, respectively. They both got their 10th win on Friday night. Obviously, they're not going to be playoff hopefuls or anything like that, but they could get to big bowl games with wins. They could New Year's Day bowl games. Yes. So, shout out to them. Um, another team who just dismantled, continues to dismantle everybody they play is Georgia, the number one team in the country, 11-0. They had the little cupcake game yesterday against Charleston Southern, and they take care of business 56-7. to I mean... Right now, we got Georgia just uh, tuning up. That's a tune-up mm-hmm. for next week's matchup. Yes. And we're about to talk about that one in we, a second. We will. Yeah, they play uh, They play Bama in two weeks because Alabama, with yesterday's win, and it wasn't easy for the Tide. A, a touchdown win, 42-35. A lot of people questioning that defense a little bit, but uh, a win's a win. Alabama gets the W, 42-35. Um, over Arkansas, getting their 10th win, clinching a spot in the SEC title game, which will be played December the 4th, two weeks from now, on a Saturday, SEC championship game, Bama and Georgia. Interesting to see. What we're going to find out is who's the faker and who's the maker. Yeah, who's the faker and who's the maker. We've who's the playmakers? And, and that's where we come up with the next game. What happened to Oregon? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. Utah came to play. They had these real nice all charcoal gray jerseys last night. 
and the crowd was rocking, Utah ends Oregon's quest for a playoff berth. 38-7, Oregon will now drop significantly down in the rankings now. Yeah, Pac-12 is done. Playoff, no playoff for them. Uh, Oregon came in as a, a playoff hopeful, uh, and they had that one significant win against Ohio State hanging on the thread there. Uh, obviously, we see what happened yesterday with Ohio State as they take care of business, being old Sparty, 56-7. to uh, Ohio State, yeah. Ohio State will now move into the uh, probably top three, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm looking at uh, forward to seeing what happens there with uh, the, that ranking. Yeah, um, with back to the Pac-12 real quick. Those two teams, Oregon and Utah, will also most likely meet here in a couple of weeks as Oregon still sits atop of one division and Utah sits atop of the other division. So we will probably see this matchup in a couple of weeks. Oregon's got a one-game lead on Washington State and Oregon State. As long as Oregon doesn't get upset by the Beavers in the Oregon rivalry game, they will be going into the Pac-12 championship as the North champs. Utah has a stranglehold on the South. They've already clinched the South. They're 7-1 and one in the Pac-12. Pac-12 championship, which will get them to the Rose Bowl. Yes. So now that brings the question of they probably play one of the losers of the round robin in the Big Ten. So I think maybe whoever loses this Ohio State-Michigan game next week is probably going to end up playing Utah or Oregon in the Rose Bowl this year. Um, But as we move forward here, so obviously we have Oregon dropping down significantly um, with Ohio State's impressive showing. I mean, C.J. Stroud, look at his numbers, Boogie. 32-35, 432, and six touchdowns. We talked about teams needing to put big wins on the board. None was bigger than this to host the number 17 in the country and crush them. They were up 49 to 0 at the half. Ryan Day's team really came to play and we talked about this pre-show. That combined with Alabama only winning by a touchdown, we are in agreement here that Ohio State probably jumps Bama and gets to that number 2 spot. I think they can. I think they have a lot uh, more of impressive win and you know style points over a Michigan State team uh, that came out strong and beat Michigan and uh, I think that you know it's going to be the next few weeks it's going to be playing playing a couple of uh, round robin here games and we're looking at seeing Ohio State I think the way that Alabama uh, struggled yesterday that defense yeah. still all year long against these tougher teams yeah even though they're winning, they're not winning uh, dominantly. Very true. Which is why I think that they get uh, they they push them over to two. I think I'll push Ohio to two, and you know, Ohio, no one. What a great scenario for Ohio State guys, right? So players, fans, anything for Ohio State. Not only do you get a forty-nine point win in a top ten matchup, but then you get to sit back in the night and during the night and watch Utah. Crush Oregon, who was the team that was in front of you and would remain in front of you the whole time. So Ohio State was actually, in my opinion, the biggest winner yesterday when it comes to this playoff because they get the blowout win and then they get the team that they lost to to lose their second game. So now they can surpass Oregon forever. Exactly. Which is huge. Oregon's going to drop significantly. Michigan State's going to drop significantly. Now, the second biggest winner yesterday, in my opinion... They finally covered a number. 
Yeah. Cincinnati finally showed us. And you know what I love about this is SMU is debatably the second best team in the American. Yes. I mean, if you look at the standings here, um, you got obviously Houston up there as well. Houston beat SMU. So SMU is probably the third best team in the American Conference this year. Um, I'll tell you what. That Houston and Cincinnati American uh, championship. championship game, yes. that's going to be some fun. There'll be some hitting in that game. That'll be a defensive game. Very defensive game. Uh, you know, Ritter, I think, is going to have uh, his work cut out for him, but we'll see yeah. what happens. Now, this is what we have to debate now, too, for the committee. So, another huge win by Michigan yesterday. So, you got Michigan's one loss is to Michigan State. They're 10-1. and one. Now, this is what the committee has to think about. A 59-18 win on the road here, taking care of business. Obviously, this coming week, you have Michigan and Ohio State playing. That's going to be 9 a.m. on Fox this coming Saturday. Big rivalry game where the loser is essentially out of the race here. My question for you is, do you think the committee is going to continue to disrespect Cincinnati and put Michigan above them because Michigan crushed Maryland? It's a great question. It's a valid question. I think the kids played great. They finally have a, a team that is again is a smaller, smaller conference school, uh, being undefeated. Uh, we saw this happen not long ago, a couple years ago. UCF. UCF. Uh, I think Cincinnati has earned it, and mm-hmm. what's gotten them there has been that Notre Dame win. So yeah. that Notre Dame win, uh, beating them, was able to get them, I think, into the playoff as long as they win out. I could I could see that, Boogs. Um, I could totally see that. So now, either way, it doesn't really matter what happens if they do get put. I mean, obviously, four and five is going to be Cincy and Michigan. We know that no matter what. I'm not really sure in what order. I could a part of me. I could see the committee disrespecting Cincinnati even more and pushing Michigan to that four spot. Also, it makes that Ohio State-Michigan game more enticing. Right. It makes it like, oh, two playoff teams are not playing. So I could see maybe Michigan. And that's remember, that's going to be either winner, either loser is going to have two losses. Exactly. So then that is where everything else comes together. Who's number seven right now? It was Michigan State, and they lost. So Michigan State's going to drop. There's a lot of teams, bro, that took care of business. I mean, look at the next two teams on our list here. So, obviously... Shutouts. Obviously, Oregon getting their second loss, they're going to drop. And Michigan State getting their second loss, they're going to drop. Two teams that have one loss, Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. Two shutout, blowout victories. Notre Dame wins 55-0 to at home to Georgia Tech. And Oklahoma State wins 23-0 to Texas Tech. Two teams that play defense and run the football... Those teams, I think, are going to squeak their way up here to that seven and no six and seven spot. It's going to look like six and seven. Notre Dame. Notre Dame's going to jump to six, so we'll put them in at six, and we'll put Oklahoma State up to seven. Now you look at this. You got one loss for Oak State. You got one loss for Notre Dame. One loss for Michigan. Cincy obviously undefeated. Georgia undefeated. Ohio State and Bama with one loss. So. That pretty much is a wrap for your contenders for this playoff now because 
Wake Forest got their second loss yesterday in a route 48-27 at Clemson. Clemson finally came to play. Yeah, so Wake getting their second loss. They will now drop. Baylor already has two losses. Ole Miss has two losses. Watch out, but Oklahoma with only one loss. I know that it was a bad one. Um, Oklahoma obviously lost to Baylor. I mean, that's not a bad, bad loss at Baylor. So, I mean... You got to move Oklahoma back up there, right? Yeah, you got to move Oklahoma back up. But I can't. I can't, I can't have two. I can't have two loss Oregon or two loss Michigan State ahead of them. No, you got to put Oklahoma behind Oklahoma State, right? At right, eight, right? Exactly. Oh my God, there, there it is, Boogie. How's that? How's that for an eight-team playoff? We're making our playoff right here, Boogie Dude. and the Baron. So we're debating who's four and five. So why not just play Cincy and Michigan? Alabama would play Notre Dame, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, and Georgia, Oklahoma. It, just make it an eight-team playoff already. And it will come. It's coming. BYU, two losses, they win. Wisconsin, three losses, they win. I mean, nothing else really. Uh, UTSA, shout out to them. They actually won on the last play of the game, um, scoring a touchdown with three seconds to go on a botched snap. Uh, UTSA keeping their perfect season alive. And I told the fellas, I said, Make sure you buy that half a point. So got the got the push on the cover. Got the push on the cover. They now visit North Texas next week. Conference USA Championship game two weeks from now. It looks like they're either going to play Western Kentucky or Marshall, depending how things shake out on the other side. UTSA, though, clinches a berth. Here's my question. If UTSA goes undefeated and wins Conference USA, they got to get into a New Year's Six Bowl, right? I think so. I think they've shown uh, impressive numbers enough to be able to get there. Uh, it just is, It's going to all depend on who else is uh, is not playing on uh, the playoff situation. Yeah, get, give them a game against the big boys. I mean, with, with next week being, I mean, I think, yeah, next week's like the last week of the regular season. How about an Oklahoma against UTSA in that Southwest matchup? I could see that. That'd be fun. That'd be a, that'd be fun. I'd like to see. And UTSA is going to get a shot against the big boys if they run the table here. Um, we're going to have key games all over the place for next week. Next week is essentially a... Shit, it's it, the playoffs might as well start next week. So we made kind of our top eight here. So as we look into next week, last week of the regular season, Georgia gets Georgia Tech in that annual rivalry, followed by Alabama in the SEC title game, right? Yeah. Easy win for Georgia against Georgia Tech. I don't think Georgia Tech ain't beating Georgia. No. So Georgia will go to the SEC title game undefeated. Ohio State plays Michigan. So there's... <laughs> There's an elimination game right there at Michigan, too, bro. Yeah. What do you think? You think I think Ohio State's better than Michigan. We see if Harbo can finally beat Ohio State. They're gonna, he's going to have to if he wants to stay alive. So that right there is going to be an elimination game. Ohio State versus Michigan, an elimination game for next week. Alabama in a never easy task. I know Auburn's down this year, but they got the Iron Bowl next week. They do have the Iron Bowl. Uh, we'll see if Bo Nix can pull off an upset. Otherwise, Alabama knows what's ahead of them after winning next week. Yeah, I mean, no matter what, they would play um, Georgia in two weeks. So we have that all mapped out. Real quick to, to, to shift over to the standings real quick again, just so we have an idea of what these Big Ten teams can expect. Um, when you look at the Big Ten, the Michigan-Ohio State will be playing for the Big Ten East Championship. Um, so whoever wins that game not only stays alive, but then they got to do it again in the Big Ten championship game against either Wisconsin or Iowa, 
whoever wins that West. Not an easy task. Um, as of right now, Wisconsin does have the tiebreaker, I believe, as they beat I Or no, they they didn't beat Iowa, but they had the tiebreaker for some strange reason. Um, oh, they did beat Iowa. 27-7. Good find. So now Wisconsin's at Minnesota. So obviously they beat Minnesota. They get in. And, and Wisconsin's actually turned their season around. They've actually been playing good football lately. Iowa gets Nebraska next week. So Iowa would need to win in a Wisconsin loss. Either way, the winner of Ohio State-Michigan will play either Iowa or Wisconsin in the Big Ten Championship game. So those are that's how you can look at that. Um, Cincinnati as we discussed, is a possible four or five team. Let me find them on our on our thing here. There we go. They're actually playing Friday at East Carolina. East Carolina, right. That's, that should be an easy win for them. It should be. Um, you would like to think so. So they're at ECU, and then they got the American Championship game against Houston. So that's how their final two games will go. Now, people have discussed this over the years, is Notre Dame... The problem with Notre Dame is they don't have a conference championship. Now, I'm looking to see where they are on my list here. There they are. They got the big Stanford game next week. They got the big Stanford game next week. And Stanford stinks. Stanford's horrible this year as well. Um, Of course, we had Notre Dame last year in the ACC. They decided due to COVID to be in the ACC last year Yeah. uh, in both sports, basketball and football. Mm -hmm. They decided to come back out of the ACC independently. Mm -hmm. And so now here's where that problem lays along as well. We can kind of see how it's going to... How everything's going to shake out. Um, we move to our two Big 12 hopefuls who play in another elimination game. It's going to be Bedlam on Saturday as I look for it. 4.30 ABC, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. And again, there is another uh, elimination game as well. Mm-hmm. Another elimination game as Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma. Um, I mean, this is nuts, man. I, as we transition to the Big 12 standings, take a look at this. They're the two top teams in the Big 12. Now, this is where things can get a little dicey. So, Baylor beat Oklahoma. So, what that means is, if Oklahoma State wins, Oklahoma State will then play Baylor for the Big 12 championship. Yep, that's exactly what that means. If Oklahoma wins... Then did Baylor, Oklahoma State beat Baylor, right? Oklahoma State did beat Baylor. If Oklahoma State 24-14. Yeah, 24-14. That means if Oklahoma wins, they're going to have to play again the following week, back-to-back games. So literally, if they go one-and-one against each other, they knock each other out. Everybody's uh, losing all these crazy elimination games. Makes it very interesting. The Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship game. So... Notre Dame, we can see everybody's path here, is, is how I can see it. Georgia, very, I think Georgia is in no matter what. Oh, Georgia's in no matter what. If, if they, if they, Alabama's if, in no matter what. You think so? Absolutely. What if they get their second loss to Georgia? Yeah, I don't think it matters. I don't. So you think, you think the committee would take two loss Alabama over a one loss Notre Dame or a one loss Oklahoma State? Yes. Wow. This is exciting. This is more exciting than the NFL games. 
<laughs> well, there's not many exciting NFL games today. There's not. I actually kind of want to switch um, switch gears when it comes to the NFL today. Um, doing my handicapping last night, this has been probably the hardest week of NFL. So we're going to kind of be a little bit faster when it comes to breaking down these games. Um, and we'll, we'll be quick. Well, let's transition to the NFL because, like we said, we didn't want to do an hour pod. We're about 24 minutes in, and the games are starting in about one hour from now. So let's just be really quick here, give you guys some some info. Uh, Colts-Bills today is our first game. Colts are 5-5. Five and five, Bills are 6-3. and three. Very interesting. Two playoff hopeful teams here, especially when you look at the playoff standings. The, uh, the Bills are the number two seed. And the uh, Colts are coming in as the as the ten, so they're right outside that playoff spot. Um, Bills laying seven today. You are thinking about uh, the I'm Colts taking here. the Colts today. I think the Colts can keep up with the Bills. Uh, any team that loses to Jacksonville uh, has got me worried. Uh, I don't know if they were they were looking ahead, uh, but uh, they got to get back on track here. Uh, but I'm going to take the Colts as Carson Wentz is back. Uh, playing the way that he, the reason why the Colts got him, they have been really good, and uh, I'm I'm very impressed with them. Uh, you know they've been playing very well the last month, and to get seven, I'll take the seven, and I will uh, be very happy with that. Yeah, not a game I'm gonna bet, but I mean just mm-hmm. for drink bet purposes, I'll take Buffalo Lane seven just for some fun. I, I, this game ain't gonna see my money. Most of these games are gonna see my money, to be honest with you. Um, I'm only probably going to bet a couple of games, which I'll touch in on later. Um, the Ravens and the Bears. So you got the Ravens coming in six and three. They're the three seed in the AFC right now, and AFC North leaders. The Bears are in disarray. They are a three and six, fifteenth in the NFC. I mean, you could only go one way with this. I feel like yeah, gotta I mean, go Baltimore. Lamar Jackson should have this team back on track. Uh, I will take the Ravens. Uh, over these uh, depleted Bears team. Uh, And then you've got, uh, of course, Justin Fields, and you just know that this kid's still trying to play, and he's got struggles. Uh, He's very inconsistent. Uh, So give me the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens late in the four and a half on the road. I'll buy that down to four, actually. Yeah, Baltimore minus four, very simple. I mean, you got – and then you got the the Lions and the Browns. What this is – this is a crazy game, too. The Lions are winless. They're coming off the tie to Pittsburgh. The uh, Cleveland Browns are actually the 11th seed right now in the AFC, so they are another one of those teams on the outside looking in. Everything is so bunched up now. I mean, they're only a half a game back of a playoff berth. This is definitely a must-win for Cleveland, but this is a lot of points for spotting today. You Even- got Tim Boyle starting for the Lions today as uh, Jared Goff is out, and... Uh, I think, though, the one thing I like about this Lions team at 0-8-1 is they have not given up on the season. They haven't. Uh, they've, they've had some hard luck losses, uh, and it's just a shame, unfortunately, that they can't turn things around right now, right? These are the, the Lions. They are um, the Lions. Quote-unquote. But uh, we've got uh, 13 points to this up-and-down Browns team. Baker Mayfield, hurt, not hurt, no OBJ. Yeah. Uh, you know, give me the Lions. I'm going to take a stab here, plus the 13. I'll take the points, too. I mean, it's, like I said, a tough tough game. I think Cleveland, anytime they're laying this many, I just can't do it. I think they'll win this game, but that's a lot of points. Um, Texans and the Titans, you know, I, I got to flip on this, given the information that the world is betting the Titans, but how can't you? 
<clears throat> Titans are eight and two, and the Texans are one and eight. I'd like to know if Tyrod Taylor is Tyrod Taylor starting a quarterback. Tyrod Taylor is supposed to be playing quarterback today. All right. Well, that is all I needed to know. With the money coming in on the Titans here, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip on my on my deal here. I'm gonna actually take the Texans. They're a different team with Tyrod Taylor. They are one and eight. I understand that, but a majority of those losses are with Davis Mills. The Texans actually started one and zero, and they've lost eight straight. But Tyrod Taylor's been out. I'm gonna take the the Houston Texans plus ten. All right, I'm gonna have a drink bet here. I am going with the Titans, though. Uh, the public might like them. Public is sometimes right. Yes, uh, they are. This Titans team uh, is is on fire right now. Uh, they are one of the best teams in the NFL record-wise, mm-hmm. uh, and that is minus uh, no Derrick Henry. Yes. Give me the Titans at home minus the 10. Okay. Uh, Packers and the Vikings. Now, this is another one that's going to be interesting, and I'll tell you what. This is the, the easiest way I could put this. Now, you've got two teams in a playoff race right now. Green Bay is actually still the number one seed in the NFC. Uh, Minnesota's the eight seed. They need a win to continue going here. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Rivalry game. There's no Aaron Jones, but I think that A.J. Dillon will come in and actually play very well. Uh, He has played well at that running back spot for Green Bay. What this boils down to, I got Aaron Rodgers on one side who finds a way to win games, and we got Kirk Cousins on the other side who finds a way to lose games. That's all I'm going to say about that. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. That's a low line. Give me the Packers money line. I think it's like minus 120. And it's funny because the way this team uh, has been playing well, this team can go to the uh, Super Bowl. Of course. The Packers. That that defense is is great. Could be a good under. Defense is stepped up. Uh, You know, you have Aaron Rodgers, the whole whole COVID situation uh, off the field. He came in last week, uh, showed the world uh, that he can do it and uh, come back with no – no practice time, really. Uh, and that defense stepped up last week, blanking out Seattle 17-0. to uh, This Packers defense is a lot better than they have been in the past. Uh, this Vikings team, not very good. They give up a lot of points. I'm taking the Packers. I'm laying the one on the road. There you go. Very simple there. Um, Dolphins and the Jets. I mean, what a, what a game. Three games. Three and seven Dolphins, two and seven Jets. Jets are uh, boasting Joe Flacco at quarterback. Based off of our breaking news, um, our breaking news here of for whatever reason, everybody in the world on the Dolphins this morning. Um, I mean, I'll take the Jets plus four. I'll keep it simple. I'm taking the Jets plus the four. Also, uh, Joe Flacco was uh, uh, released. Or traded, uh, you know, and the Jets got this backup quarterback, uh, Mike White, now not playing. Flacco wound up uh, getting the yeah. start. Uh, you know, everybody on the Dolphins, I'm going the other way. I'm taking the Jets yeah. plus the four. Yep, got to go that route. Um, I'm glad I got that inside scoop from Circa. It's huge. Um, Eagles and the Saints also. This was a coin flip game for me. Um but you came to the table off off air with uh, some info that the Saints are missing. Uh, they will be without Alvin Kamara today. Um, they are the number six seed in the NFC. The Eagles are the 10. And they're not separated by all that much. The Eagles are going to be looking to uh, 
to catch up here and try to get back into this playoff race, which with a win here, they're going to be able to do that, to get the five and six. This year in the NFL, if you're around that 500 marker, you got a chance. Um, I like the Eagles to come back strong here today and get this win. Uh, money line's prior in that 160 area. Um, I think the Eagles find a way to win, and this will be their first home win, Boogie. The Eagles are 0-4. We talked about that all-important first home win. They didn't get it a few weeks ago when we predicted it. I think this is the game they win, especially going against Trevor Simeon and a banged-up Saints team. Traveling up to Philly, it's going to be cold. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the Eagles to win this game money line. So I'm taking the Eagles. Also, I'll take them minus the three points. Okay. Uh, inactives today for the Saints. You got uh, now Juwan Johnson's out. Okay. Uh, their backup quarterback Ian Book, who barely plays, never yeah. plays, is out. Yeah. Uh, your left tackle Teron Armstead, and uh, also their right tackle Ryan Ramzik are both out. Running back Ty Montgomery is out, and also, of course, the big man Alvin Kamara uh, is also out. Defensive end Tano uh, Pascanon is also out, a big player there on their defensive side. So they got a lot of issues, a lot of inactives. I am taking the Eagles today. I'm going to lay the three. All right. I like that a lot, Boogie. Good call. Our last 10 a.m. game is going to be the Niners and the Jags. Um, <laughs> Panthers, Washington as well. We oh, missed that. Oh yeah, we do have that. See, you're all over today. I'm we'll, trying to be, buddy. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, we'll go. Yeah, we'll go. Panthers and Washington here. Um, originally, same deal. I was on Carolina in Cam's first start, getting a lot of media hype. Washington coming off the first win. I was originally going to go Carolina, but based off of the news, I can't go with that big money. I'm gonna. I'm flipping. I'm gonna take Washington getting the points. Again, drink bet for me here because I am taking Cam Newton. I'm taking that Cam Newton juice. Uh, that defense is still playing really well. Yeah, I is. think they just needed a little bit better quarterback play. I think Cam Newton shows leadership today, and I think he gets it done okay. and uh, proves why the Panthers went ahead and, and picked him back up. I'm done with that. Drink bet number three. Carolina also another team trying to get back in that playoff hunt, as is Washington, who's already got their bye week. So a win here for Washington gets them the four and six, gets them back into the bunch. Win here for Carolina gets them above 500. So a big game today down in Carolina. I mean, Washington is going to wind up losing in that NFC East, so it's going to have to be uh, some type of miracle deal for them. But, uh, yes, playoff implications, I think, for the Panthers for sure. 100%. Last 10 a.m. game is the Niners and the Jaguars. So the Niners really impressed me. A blowout victory against the Rams. They really came to play. They really did. Now they're traveling down to Jacksonville. The lowly Jaguars, 2-7. and seven. Man, they got crushed last week, too. Can't find a way to put any money on them. I'll tell you that right now. Right now it's 6.5, and, and I like that. I like San Francisco by a touchdown. I'll take the 49ers as well. Laying 6, I'll buy the hook. Me too. Uh, 49ers look great. Uh, had me fooled on Monday night and yeah. blew out the Rams, took care of business there. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll see what happens by the end of the day. Maybe Urban Meyer is uh, a little bit more stressed out after today. Maybe he should go down and coach Florida, who's having a terrible year this year down in college football. So maybe Urban Meyer back to college. As far as, <laughs> the rumor mill. You heard the rumor mill start here on Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Urban Meyer rumored to go back to the Florida Gators. He's going to go back somewhere. He's going to get Tim Tebow to dress up and play quarterback, too. <laughs> He's going somewhere. So the Niners to go to 5-5 five and five today would put them right in the hunt as well in the postseason in the NFC. 
The 1 o'clock games are a lot more enticing to me than these games. Um, my first bet of the day, actually, that I'm actually going to place for sure. I might fade one of the publics on those three games that we talked about where all the money's on. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Bengals, Raiders, a lot of adversity obviously goes without saying that's happened to the Raiders over this year. It's been a year of hell um, for them. Them and the Bengals are in that 8-9 matchup. And it's a classic 8-9 matchup here. The, the Raiders are the 8th seed. The Bengals are the 9. And I got to tell you what, Boogie. This kind of like a March Madness 8-9 first-round matchup to it. The way these teams. A lot of explosiveness. I'm looking for a lot of points in this game, number one. Um, but I, it has a little secret number to it here. Cincinnati minus 1.5, minus 125. Raiders plus 1.5, plus 105. Got to go Raiders here, bro. I think the Raiders are finally going to bounce back. Uh, Bengals are off a of bye week, and they are great. But I think the Raiders find a way at home to make this happen and get this win. I mean, Josh Jacobs has got to run better. Their offensive line has just had issues all year long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, no Henry Ruggs replacement. Deshaun Jackson, though, swears he is ready to play. I hope so. He's asking for the ball today. Uh, I think the Raiders get it done. I think they take a couple shots downfield and they come out with the W. And that's good value, too. Plus 105, a plus money money line give out here on Ball Talk. So that's money right there, baby. Um, Cowboys and the Chiefs. Got a feeling this may be... A drink bet? Yeah, this is going to be drink bet number four. As I I, I don't, I hate fading your Cowboys. I really do. Um, Cowboys are 7-2, three seed in the NFC, coming off a bounce-back blowout win against the Falcons. The uh, Chiefs are 6-4. and four. They are leaders in the AFC. Uh, West right now, and they're they're looking to keep humming. Game of the day, definitely. I mean, I'm sure they're advertising it as the Fox game of the week. I'm sure that Tony Romo and Jim Nance will be calling this game. Or no, this is on Fox, so they will not be calling this game. That's a Troy. That'll Oakman. be that'll be Troy Oakman and Joe Buck. Mm, that means that Nance might be in Cincinnati. Maybe I don't know. Nonetheless, Kansas City. I think is starting to come together as a team. They do this every year. They start kind of slow, and they start start making it move. Mahomes, Prescott, fantastic game. I got a lean here, money line. We have a chance for a two-way. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs money line on this. Minus two and a half, so you're probably looking at $1.45, $1.50. I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm buying the hook up to three. Maybe, possibly, a lucky little uh, gimme at the end. But this Cowboy team is ready to go. Uh, they came back strong after two weeks ago losing uh, to a, a dismal Denver team yep. and destroy Atlanta last week. I think the Cowboys offense is back. No Amari Cooper today for the next two games, but we got Michael Gallup back, baby. And I'm taking the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys can exploit this horrible Chiefs defense. I wouldn't say horrible. I would just say not as good as normal yep. uh, years past. I think that the Cowboys' pressure on that uh, Patty Mahomes will get to him. I think his Cowboys' defense is a lot better this year. They're having an amazing year. Give me the Cowboys, plus a three on the road. Got to love it, baby. Got to love it. Last uh, last 1 o'clock game is the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Just so everybody knows, Kyler Murray, it has been announced that he will not be playing in this game. So no Kyler Murray. We have a three-point home favorites here for Seattle. Seattle's three and six, and this is a must-win spot. This is a must-win spot for the Seahawks, and um, I'm going to keep this short. I think Russell Wilson, don't count him out quite yet with uh, the, him being out. 
I got to go money line here. Seattle to get this W, baby. I think you just flipped me, man. I think you just flipped me. Uh, with no Kyler Murray out there, I think that the Seahawks can be at home. Uh, they they need to win. And, you know, I mean, they've had a lot of issues this year. Mm-hmm. But, again, Russ Heat has not been uh, there the last several games. And uh, I think they get back on track at home today. That is a good pick. Nice info there, Baron. And uh, I will take them laying the three over the Cardinals. Yeah, I got to go that route, especially in the situation that they're in. I mean, like we were talking about before, to be three and six and to get your, your quarterback back. Yeah, they lost last week to Green Bay. That was a tough spot. But as you look ahead here, we've done this a million times, and we've always been right when we do this, Boogie. That's right. They beat the Cardinals, right? They got Monday Night Football at Washington. They beat Washington. Russ, Russ Heat in prime time. They beat Washington. And then guess what? Then – First week of December, they host the Niners on Sunday Night Football. That's another win. Now Seattle's 6-6. Six and six. Guess who they play after that? The Houston Texans. Guess what? Seattle starts a four-game winning streak right here. I'm calling it. Roll the ticket. Wow. Roll the ticket. Bet $100 money line today. Roll it on the Washington game. Roll it on the Niner game. Roll it on the Texan game. You will profit your ass off. Seattle will win four games in a row and get to seven and six. All right, you heard it here. I'm Boogie. You heard it here first. Boogie and the Baron. Every time we look ahead, it works. Think about how many times we did that with the Steelers. We called a four-game winning streak with the Steelers. Speaking of the Steelers. They are next on our lineup. They, they are next on our lineup as we wrap up here, man. Sunday Night Football. The Sunday night fix game, baby. I love it. Here, Listen listen to this soap opera, right? Let me tell you. The Chargers, man, young quarterback. Herbert, man, he is the new age Ben Roethlisberger. Big, strong, fast, mobile, big arm. Pittsburgh's washed up. Big Ben can't move. Their defense is not as good as everybody thinks it is. They just tied to the freaking Lions for crying out loud. Oh, man. What a great soap opera. It reminds me of like bold and the fucking beautiful. Oh. Excuse my language. There we go. I'm very passionate about this game. First F-Bond on ball talking about 20 episodes. So my apologies. Sorry, Mom. Anyway, <laughs> the Steelers in this spot, I love them. Six-point underdogs here. The entire world has taken the Chargers. I mean, give me a break. Give me a break. I'm wearing a Steelers jersey, and yes, I may be a little biased, but when it comes to handicapping football games, the Chargers are not six points better than the Steelers. The Chargers might beat them by a field goal or something like that. Six points, way too many. Give me the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll buy the whole point and get a touchdown. That's a gift. Pittsburgh plus seven. Wow. All right. Well, I'm confident enough just to take it plus the six, buddy. Uh, you got uh, Big Ben playing again today, back after a couple weeks out. Uh, Chargers Herbert playing pretty well. Chargers are at home, which believe me, that SoFi is not the best home for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers. They're still playing well. Najee Harris uh, getting the ball. I think he can do some damage today against his Chargers team. Uh, keep it simple, plus the six. Pittsburgh has won four straight at L.A. Let's go. Against the Chargers. Let's go. So, um... Could be a small little money line sprinkle. I wouldn't mind sprinkling a little bit on that two to one. Um, but I'm going to keep it simple by the point. Plus seven. Very easy. Monday night football now. Uh, tomorrow night. The tale of two different teams here as well. But the Giants in a similar spot at three and six. Another one of them three and six teams needing wins. Buccaneers have not lost at home yet this year. They're coming off a loss to Washington. 
I hate fading the goat, but I can't lay eleven with with them right now. Yeah, I you know I've been a Bucks backer for half the season, uh, but uh, Brady is uh, I think just he's having a little bit of a tough time this season with uh, mm-hmm. some of his key players like uh, A. B. Antonio Brown being out. Gronk's been out for a long time now. And I, I just don't think that he's the offense is the same without a lot of those those two guys. Their defense is not as as good as last year. Uh, they've been okay, uh, but they have not been as dominant as they uh, were anticipated to be. Uh, this Giants team, on the other hand, uh, they are uh, gamers. Mm-hmm. They're gamers, and they I are. think that they can go ahead and keep up with the Bucks. Uh, I'm not saying again that they will win. But I think the 11 is a little bit too much. Uh, I'll take the Giants plus the 11. Giants plus the 11 for Boogie. You know what's funny is I just realized that I was putting, well, not the whole time, but as I'm tracking our bets here, there's a few that of my picks I put under your column. Oh, yeah? But uh, And vice versa. But that's okay. I, I fixed it. I'm with you. Giants getting 11 in this spot. Um I like them. They, like you said, they're gamers. They compete. I think they'll compete hard. They play hard for their coach. You know what time it is, right? It's Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet, baby. We got about 30 minutes till game time, so I'm ready. Um, I actually already know where I'm going, so I'm going to just say this first. Go by the point and get the Pittsburgh Steelers plus seven. I'm going to take those. Uh... Who are we taking? I'll, I'll elaborate. Who are you taking? While you're looking through that, I already know who I'm taking. Put, put your thoughts together. I this is easy for me. I, I, Sunday night soap opera game. Everybody in the world is saying is doubting the Steelers are coming off a tie to the Lions. It, it, it fits perfect. It, it literally sets up perfectly. You look at this Chargers team. You know, losing to the Vikings. You know, and now they're coming back here. It just. In my opinion, it just sets up very, very well for for Pittsburgh. I mean, Big Ben's back in the lineup. The Chargers have been under 500 as a home team this year, two and three. They've been up and down. They started off really well, but they've lost three or four. Yep. Um, I'm not superbly impressed. I mean, I know Bosa's back. He's been great, but um, and TJ Watt is listed as out. Sunday night football just is the biggest fixed thing in the world. And if you're telling me that my favorite team is going to be the team that's going to be fixed for, I love it. By the point with the Pittsburgh Steelers, Barron's Blockbuster Best Bet, Pittsburgh Steelers plus seven. Boogie's Blockbuster Best Bet presented to you by 3freepicks.com. That's 3freepicks.com. Give me those Packers tonight, this morning at minus one point. Yep. I am taking the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers will get it done again yep. on the road. Uh, no Iron Jones. That's okay. A.J. Dillon will take over. Devontae Adams will have a nice game. And that defense for that uh, Green Bay team will step up in Minnesota. Give me the Packers laying the one point. I wanted to real quick, too, before we sound off here, um, just to make a quick point. And I, and I want to be accurate when I say this, so I'm looking back at the schedule. Um, Boogie is undefeated when he gives Green Bay as his best bet, and I am undefeated when I give the Pittsburgh Steelers as my best bet. Because I don't 
people know that I don't like to give out my favorite team as my best bet. I only do it because I handicap it well because they're my, they're the Steelers, and I'm I'm a big one of the biggest Steeler critics there is. You know, I try to be as realistic as possible when it comes to this team. Non-biased. Yeah, exactly. Um, and same with you. You just happen to know Aaron Rodgers very well I and do. the way that he performs. So you could take this to the bank. Green Bay and Pittsburgh today, man. I like that. That's really good. We also gave out the free play with uh, uh, Villanova plus three and a half in college basketball. So that'll be that'll be an easy casher for some of our guys here too. We've got the college football playoff lined up. This was a good show. Ready to go. Ready to go. we got to get to the Mirage. we got to get up out of here. got to get to the Mirage and meet up with the boys from the East Coast. New York, Texas, Hawaii, all in the house. Jersey. Uh, Let's go, boys. We're ready. We're coming over to see you guys. We'll see you soon. That's a wrap. Bear now. Boogie out.